Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a Another week of N4G Radio, episode 637 for, wait for it, February 1st, 2021. We have made it through the first of 12 months in the year that is 2021. So far, not that much different from 2020. I mean... Some difference. I mean, there's a big difference, but you're right. It's a lot of the same shit. Yeah. But anyway, on the show this week, we have Anthony... Ketchup chips. No. And we got the Wombat too. I am also familiar with ketchup chips from my frequent visits to Canada. Remember when Lay's brought them down here? I do remember that. Yeah. Those are not great chips. Yeah, I'm not really a fan, but... Anyway. Canada, also the first place I ever had dill pickle potato chips. Yeah. Those taste weird. You taste weird. Fuck off. You've tasted me. And what's the what's the other only the other kind of chi- What's the other kind of chips, Anthony? Is it all dressed? Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about we that. Just talking about, yeah. Yeah. They're the salad shit. I, yeah, I do enjoy not, all dressed. Yeah, uh, it's a, potato chips. Those are good. Those are uh, acquired taste. Yeah, I, I like them. I think they're pretty good. I'm not a fan, but I understand the appeal. I like about any potato chip, but for some reason the ketchup ones they just did not they didn't sit with me very well. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a fan of the ketchup ones either. I I agree with you. Oh, oh. Anyway, it's been a week in video games. Um, if you're expecting to hear a stock market conversation here, I don't think any of us are even remotely versed in the in in the the art of the You've stock. You've heard market. about it by now. Let's be honest. You've heard it. Well, of course you've heard it. It's all the internet talked about all weekend. The only only thing I'm going to say about it is it's only relevant because GameStop is the company they bought stocks for. They could have done this with any company that they were short-selling. That's it. That's the end of the conversation. It has... As soon as you leave that, it's done. Like they could have done this with Toys R Us. Well, they also got that Doge coin going again, didn't they? I saw that. No, they didn't. Fuck off with the Doge coin. Fucking it! It's it. Ooh, it's a dollar. Okay, if you have a lot, I suppose you could cash out. But I mean, really, this isn't a currency. This cash is still like commodity for nothing. Me. Okay. Yeah, cream get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's right. Diversify your bonds. That I think can just be the. Uh... The, the theme of all the GameStop stuff for this week is cream yeah. and diversify your bonds. Diversify your bonds. 
Anyway, video games. Let's talk about those. Not video games. Stonks. Anthony, would you yes. like to discuss video games? Um, sure. Okay. I will uh, go in order of relevancy, <laughs> starting with the least relevant to the conversation in hand. Or the right now, anyways. Um, Super Mario All- uh, 3D All-Stars. Yeah, that's a good collection. Yes, it is. I'm not going to add anything to that. I think the only thing that's disappointing is, like, I didn't realize how much of uh, Galaxy and uh, Sunshine were pre-rendered. So those stand out like sore thumbs because they can't really do anything because the footage has been made. Yeah. Um, it's it's not as bad in Galaxy as it is in Sunshine. Sunshine, it's a night and day difference. It was the GameCube, um, man, and one point two was it one one gigabyte disc? Little mini it's not even discs. that, right? It's it's literally like had they rendered it in game, you wouldn't have that issue. But yeah, that's the case with all old games. Is that back then they used the the rendering to, you know, save resources and and not have yeah. to do all of that stuff. And now it's like, oh well, that shit is old. <laughs> And it still happens, um, as I'll talk about in the demo that I played this week. Um, I have wanted to play a survival horror game, so well now. What? So I started Resident Evil. Oh, Resident Evil. The original, the remake, though, not the original original. Um, I'm enjoying it. I was t- talking to Drew about it. Um, my only real complaint is that, and honestly, it's not when I'm ever viewing a room. The angles when I'm like going down a hallway, like I, I kind of get it. It's when I'm exiting through a door and it decides to show me the door and like Jill, because I'm playing through Jill's campaign first, um, and it's like right in the middle of her back, and I'm like, this is not helpful in the slightest. Like this, this whole angle could be scrapped. I could see the door at the end of the hallway. Um. So that that's the only time I'm really irritated. The only thing that I wish they had done was have the knife equipped first. Cuz like I didn't realize I had a knife for the most part. Because when I picked up the dagger, I thought it, the dagger was the knife. Uh, it doesn't uh, help uh, that uh, like uh, uh, I want the knife. I don't know that reference. I think I'm the only person that has seen the golden child. All right. I've seen the golden child. I, I, not. I, 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 I want the knife. <laughs> See, I, I understood your reference. Okay. I have seen the Golden Child. I felt alone for a moment. Um, but other than that, like I, I, I think the 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 real issue is that because I'm playing the PS4 version on disc, there's no physical manual, right? So, like in the original Resident Evil, you'd have a physical manual you could flip through. I don't have that. Um. So I think that's part of probably the issue is that like, yeah, a lot of things aren't explained because they would expect you to read the manual. Um, but I'm I'm chugging through that. Uh, I restarted uh, after the first time when I ran into the zombie, I started shooting it. And for some reason, I took like a full clip to drop. Um, and then I realized when you run back into the room, Barry shoots it at anyways, even though I dropped it in the hallway previously. So I was like, all right, well, then I'm not going to waste the ammo. Um, uh, Olea, 
uh, I've got the the review went up. Um, I can ta- technically talk about it. That's a really good game. Uh, I, I say in the review even that uh, I think it's a good thing to want more of a game. Um, but in in this case, I don't even necessarily need new more new areas to explore. I think my disappointment came from the fact that they have all these areas and they have secrets in them, but the secrets don't really do anything other than unlock uh, achievements. So I didn't feel like I needed to go back because I didn't care enough. Um, Had they given me something else in terms of making the game easier to play or, or, you know, making me stronger, whatever, I would have been more interested to go back and to explore and find the secrets. Um, but because that's not the case, I'm like, why would I return? I, I, I don't need more supplies. They kept giving me plenty of them to make all the hats, um, which give you power-ups. Um, but it's a pretty good action platformer. There's really not much to say other than the main mechanic is using uh, the spear to throw and then warp to and the fact that you can use that as both a platforming and combat mechanic is pretty neat i think they've done a big mistake by having the trailers be animated like with hand animation when the game looks nothing like that uh yeah it's just it's a really good game to start out the year um it's for 15 bucks. Like that's a pretty good price. I, I said like any more than that. I I had to wait for Ken to get back to me on the price. Cause before release, they weren't even selling pre-orders. So I didn't know what it was going to cost. Cause I was like, if it's $20 then I cannot recommend this. Cause it's just too short. Like my playtime on steam says seven hours. Two of those were me at the final boss. I died and went, you know what? I'm probably just too tired. I'm going to take a nap. So I went to bed for two hours, didn't turn the game off, and then came back, finished it. Old school, quick resume. <laughs> yep. Um, I was like, I don't really want to have to sit through the cutscenes. The villain, the the final boss, though, is one of the coolest enemies I've seen. He, the the way they animate him, it's like sometimes he moves like fluid, and sometimes he moves like a ghost. Another time, it's just so well done. He's got such a unique design. Um, and I like how they voice him. It's got that uh, Team Ico voice. Um, sort of like, this isn't actually a real language sort of thing. And so, but his is so deep and and monstrous that I, I really enjoyed every time that I ran into him. Even though it meant I was in for a boss fight. And then the last thing I have to talk about is not pleasant in the slightest. Ken, did you play the demo for Balan Wonderworld? I did. That's bad. That's a bad demo. It's not a fun game, and it runs like shit. Ran fine on my Series X. Great. So it's a Series X game, because it doesn't run well on Xbox One either. Well, I knew it wouldn't run well on Switch. I'm surprised it doesn't run well on... Because it looks like a Saturn game. No, it looks it, it's not it's not jaggy enough to yeah, be but it's got Saturn. that fucking warping polygon shit going on. Yeah, uh, 
it's the the character models are clearly a little more high res than that. But you're right; well, it does yeah, it, have that course. weird. It, <sighs> I didn't have a problem with the demo. I think it's just a stupid little platformer that that would be joyous to play. Uh, it did not bother me. I played through the first world. I, and I was like, it's I, fine. Here's here's the thing that I have the issue with is that they're selling this off of the fact that two of the three guys that made Sonic are are working on this. And uh, when's the last time Yuji Naka has had a game that's been great? I liked Rodeo the Sky Soldier, but I'm not going to tell you it's a great game. I don't know. I it's, you know it's like everything uh, else in this world. It's building. It's living off its nostalgia, and I don't. It's it's. As a platformer, it's boring. Yeah, I, I, it's not a pla- It's not a good platformer. No, and so here's a game that doesn't run well on most systems. Let's be honest. Yeah, most the people Xbox are going to have series- the old systems. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't run well, and it's not fun to play. Wow, that's a real <laughs> great start. And the sad part is, is that I, I'm assuming his name is Balan. I have uh, the the idea. weird knights, the the not the 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 non copyright infringing knights character that you just play is... button press mini games with. Uh, yeah, that one. He is interesting. That whole opening cutscene is neat, where the the kids enter the theater, and he's kind of doing all this weird stuff. I'm like, well, clearly this character is interesting. Um, I like the characterization more than I liked when they tried to make knights more than just a silent thing that flew around. Um, but boy, fuck it. The, you, the, the whole concept for anyone that hasn't played is that you get these costumes that give you powers, but the powers you get from the costumes are basic platforming elements. So, it's this unfun experience where it's like, well, now you can break blocks. Well, every other platforming game has that. Like, I was talking to someone about it, and I said, like, you know, I don't know why you choose this over, like, ukulele even, or, or um, Lucky's Tale. Like, why would you choose this game? It's not good. Uh, I'm I'm heavily disappointed. Obviously, I'm a big Sonic fan, so it's very disappointing. But, like, ugh. It just holy shit! And Square Enix's name is attached to this, and I'm like, I don't know why they'd want their name attached to something that runs so poorly. I, again, runs fine on Series X, but like, let's be honest, that's still not an available console to people. No, neither is the PS5. Well, PS5 like, even less so, but yeah, right. But like, those are still not available to most people. Like, I cannot go and just buy one. So great that this game is coming out. But it uh, doesn't run well on most hardware, so what the fuck's the point? Um, I would hold off. Honestly, if I were them, I'd hold off and just cancel old ports of it. That's how bad this was. Um, the That's fact not that the Switch, the Switch version was on par with the Xbox One, and, but I found the Switch one was easier to look at. Maybe it's because it was had less pixels. I don't know, but like the the way the world warps in, it seemed like I almost thought the screen was tearing. That's how bad it looked on the uh, big screen. Ugh. very disappointed. Anyways, that's it for me. All right, well, I'll move over to the wombat. Man, I don't play video games anymore. Nah, nah, nah. Uh, 
no. So I've, I've really, the only things I've played this week, I've played Roblox with my son and I've played, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, and legitimately I've played nothing else other than that. I am now 22 hours into Valhalla and I'm still really enjoying it. I still, it's not as good as Odyssey, I don't think, but I, I am enjoying it. Um, the I'm, I'm gonna get Hitman, but um, I've got other stuff I need to finish before I pick that up. And knowing the Hitman games, by the time I'm ready to play it, it will have dropped in price considerably. So yeah, I um, always do. I'll wait. I'll wait and pick it up once I'm a little closer to being able to play it because I'm not gonna be able to play it right now. I got too much other stuff to play. So yeah, I mean, I know that's kind of boring, but uh, <laughs> that's really it for me. Yeah, I think it's very telling that Assassin's Creed Valhalla is not even close to being as good as Odyssey. Because remember when we talked about Odyssey when we were playing, it was like, oh my god, this game is so good. Yeah, we just couldn't stop talking about it. And now it's like, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't stop playing it. Like, I, I couldn't wait to get DLC and extra content to play through. And, um, and I, I mean, Valhalla is good. I'm enjoying it. I just, it's not the same to me. Yeah. And I, I really do think part of it is that I, the, the world is just not as interesting visually uh as Greece was. Yeah. That's for a huge sure. part of it I think for me. Uh and the 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 main character um is I I like uh the main character but also not as interesting as the main character in Odyssey. Yeah. It's 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 the weakest of the three to me of the new trilogy. But yeah. it's still a good game. Yes, for sure. Oh. It's kind of like how I find that um, Far Cry Four is the worst out of Far, like the Ubisoft when they took uh, Far Cry fully on and made it kind of more fun to play open world instead of like two, which is kind of experimental. Mm-hmm. Um, three is great, four is boring, and five is great. Like. Yeah. And they're like the same game, but you can't explain why one's better than the other. It's yeah, it's like it's like uh, yeah, it just didn't have the the. I didn't find um like what was it fake Nepal interesting. You know, uh, you know, ooh, the mountains is very are very nice, but for some reason they just weren't clicking yeah. with me. I was like, you know, and that they give you a helicopter, and I, even then I was like, oh. they give you a heliocopter. Yeah. A helio chapter. All right. Um, so yeah, sorry for the boring uh, what I'm playing, but that's the reality of the situation. Uh, I mean, I ranted about a game for kids, so how do you think? <laughs> I think you're better than me right now. <laughs> I yeah, I I'm in the funk personally. Like I can't find a game. Like I finished Man Eater. And I wanted to play through something else. And obviously I played through the medium for review, which I can talk about now. And I'm playing Werewolf <laughs> Apocalypse or whatever it's called. Um, but I can't talk about that one until next week. Uh, but like trying to find like a leisure game, I, I can't seem to get one. Um, so I'll just, I'll run through the indie stuff and I'll, I'll talk about the medium. So the medium, I really enjoyed. I know it's got funny like Metacritic all over the place, but then again, what what kind of launching into Game Pass game doesn't? You know, people hated Crackdown, but I thought Crackdown was pretty good. It's the same with the medium. 
Like, a lot of people don't seem to care for it. And I get it. Like, it's a blooper game. And if you didn't know what blooper was before you came into this, then the medium is definitely a blooper-ass blooper game. It is a psychological... What else have they made? Uh, Layers of Fear, uh, Blair Witch. Layers of Fear 2. Yeah, so basically a game that is a horror game without any kind of action or combat. Gotcha. So the hook to the medium is that your character can literally live in two realities at the same time to solve puzzles. Um, and and that so it's Soul Reaver. Well, I mean simultaneously, like it splits the screen. Oh, gotcha. And you were in both oh. realities at the same time. And an gotcha. observer, observer was them as well. I knew there was something else. Yeah, yeah, observer. Um, and the thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. The thing that kind of hooks the medium is that that little I don't want to call it a gimmick, but technically it is pretty much a gimmick to where you're moving the character in a split screen that is in two different realities and in one reality you do something that affects the other reality to solve the puzzle. Um there are also stealth sequences where you're hiding from monsters. There are uh chase sequences. Uh the story is actually relatively interesting. It's got some solid voice acting. The music is incredible, uh, made by the same composer that did the Silent Hill series, so you get very much a Silent Hill type vibe. Uh, lots of kind of creepy, uh, I don't know, lack of a better word, like gross, like visuals. Is it, oh, I was going to say, is it like industrial sort of music? Um, like uh, he did for the, because I think his best work is still uh, Silent Hill 1, Kiryu Yami, Yamaoka. Yeah, this is more the Silent Hill 1 and 2 kind of uh like spooky piano. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's I like it. I do like the music quite a bit. Um but it is a bluebird game and you need to know that and you are not going to collect items to fight monsters. Instead, you are going to run from most of them. Uh, you will get some like light powers that you can repel them, but you cannot ever defeat them. And truthfully, most of the game is not fighting or running. It is walking and solving puzzles. And that's the majority of the game. And I liked it. It's it's a solid... It's a Game Pass-ass Game Pass game. <laughs> so, it's probably like seven hours long. So, oh, I enjoyed it. Uh, the other game that I played, I'm surprised you didn't talk about this or play it, Anthony. Cyber Shadow? Did you play that? Yeah, I put I put Balan Wonder World above. Uh, I'm sorry. Down. Yeah. Uh, Cyber Cyber Shadow is the is the the next big like. Hey, remember the NES? Here's Ninja Gaiden. Um. I like Cyber Shadow, but I think the developers specifically made it cheap. It's not hard, it's cheap. There's a difference. Um, there are a lot of times where enemies will just will just come at you, or there'll be an insta-kill thing that will just completely destroy you, and it's not based on your skill that you got killed, it's based on the fact that it came out of nowhere and just killed you. And I don't care for that. I know that was kind of prevalent on the NES in a lot of games. Um, but the games that always stood out, the games that always stood the test of time were the games that were hard, 
but they were hard because you needed the skill to do the pieces and not necessarily that you were dying from some stupid, you know, block falling on you or something you couldn't see off the screen that just cropped up and killed you real quick or them throwing this awkward moving, you know, enemy at you that, that you had to, you could get stuck in like an animation loop and just die. And Cyber Shadow does that a lot. Now, granted, they do give you a ton of checkpoints. Like, it's very good at checkpointing. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm playing on Series X, but I'm assuming on most systems it would just load instantly. So when you die, you're literally just right back. Um, I do like the aesthetic of it. I think it looks good. I think the, the cutscenes definitely... I mean, this game feels like it used a Ninja Guide and NES template to make it. And I like the game. It's on Game Pass, so... Even if you don't want to pay for it because you don't like cheap games, you can still try it out if you have Game Pass, so. But yeah. Um, now... Part we're... of the reason... Go ahead. Sorry, part of the reason why I didn't play it is I still haven't played The Messenger. Oh, man, you need to play The exactly. Messenger. Oh, exactly. The Messenger is I also better need than... to play Resident Evil, so I was like, I want to play a horror game, and I'm going to choose that. Yeah, now, I didn't mean to download uh, Cyber Shadow, but I keep forgetting about it because to me it was like, oh, this is just a straightforward game and the messenger is probably something you're going to enjoy more. So you should play the messenger. Yeah. So I keep going, I'll play the messenger and then I forget to play the messenger. The messenger is better than Cyber Shadow. By like That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. The messenger is one of my one of my favorite games that's come out in the last several years. Yep. It definitely probably. Uh, it it's real close to the top, if not at the top of the like classic looking or playing that I've played in the last yeah. ten years. I'd put it right below Sh- Shovel Knight. Really yeah, that's <laughs> I I I feel like I like the Messenger better than Shovel Knight. Oh, I I think and Shovel I, Knight. And I really like Shovel Knight, but I think Shovel Knight was the best of those games that we got last year. Oh God, I love that game. Shovel Knight was so good. Alright, um, I'll run down the indie games for the week. So, you remember that game we talked about last week, Another Dawn, that you posted the creepy arm screenshot in the, the chat about? How could I forget? The arm is way too long. I played that game for all of two minutes. <laughs> Holy shit, that game is is fucked. So... You know it's not a good console port when you boot it up and it says press any key and then when you get into the game to run it says hold left shift. Huh. Um, uh. You cannot invert your controls, which is a no-no for me, but I figured I'll, I'll give it a try anyway. I barely touch the analog stick and I'm looking the other way. Like behind me. Oh, like I, I can almost... Oh, it's either like Unity or CryEngine. It's Unity. Yeah, I'm gonna say because like that's generally not a thing I have issue. Like I don't find like Unreal games have that issue of I'm all of a sudden looking directly behind me because the acceleration is too high. Oh, I mean, you barely touch the analog stick, and your character is just flinging it the the look. All Let me guess, around. tons of motion blur too, just to make you really want to vomit. Oh, of course, tons of motion yeah, blur. Yeah, yeah, the fucking pieces of shit. No offense to the people that made that game, because it's bad. I, I, there's nothing right, redeeming well, about that game. My thing is like that's a thing that's a, like a common trait with a lot of 
games that use those two engines. Cry engines usually are chugging though, like frame rate frame rate wise. Um like I just did with words. Um Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So no, don't don't buy another Dawn. It is Xbox Series X enhanced, so like I had to install it on my SSD, and I I proceeded to delete it from my SSD very very fast. That is a bad video game. Do not buy that game. They did not put enough work into that game to earn your money. Don't buy that game. And I think Come it's on. twenty dollars. What is it called? Another Dawn. Another Dawn. That is just a bad video game. Don't buy that. Anyway. It is $20. Yeah, no, don't don't buy that. Uh, the next game I played is called Ca- Caves and Castles Underworld. Um, this is a weird game. Like, You're basically just a character in, in this world, and you walk up to things, and then it gives you an option of, of actions to take. Like, You don't control the character manually. Like, they just move on their own. And when you get to a spot, it gives you an option to do something, and then you can do it, and then you move to the next piece. So it's more like a a, a puzzle adventure game? I don't know how to describe it. It's a weird game. I really don't know how to describe it. Um, there are, They released a two pack of adventure games, The Dark Eye Chains of Satinav and The Dark Eye Memoria. Those are point and click adventure games. They're fine. Uh I get played a game called Crashlands, which is essentially what was that? There was a game Crashlands is great. Is that the the mo the game that was on mobile? It may have been. You're like this little dude that crashes on a planet and then you can walk around it. Yeah, the purple guy, and you can go around and yep. like collect resources and build stuff. That game is cool. I like that game. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, I played it on um, uh, iOS. It's I enjoyed it. Yeah, I I like that game. I like the humor that's in it. I like the the mechanics are are straightforward. It's it's fairly simple to understand. Uh, kind of got that don't starve perspective where you're kind of looking down on the world as you walk around. It's, it's a solid game. I like that game. Uh, Vera Block, Ghost in the Castle. It's, it's, it's a fucking text adventure. That's all it is. I noticed I played through one chapter of it, and like whoever made that game seems to be obsessed with showing the girl in her underwear. She's in her underwear a lot in that game. I don't know. Uh, Project Starship X is a shmup with a sort of... Um, Oh, what's the game where you can... Oh, what was that game called? Velocity? Is that what it was called? Where you could, like... The lines would be on the screen and you had to, like, teleport from one side to the yeah, other? Yeah, that's Velocity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Velocity. This, this game's got a similar mechanic where you have to dash to dodge the bullets um, and basically, like, click power-ups. It's, it's interesting. It's another East Asia soft game. Um, very giant pixels cartoony anime style. It's fun. I, I enjoyed that game. Uh, and then the last thing I played is Sword of the Necromancer, which reminded me a lot of that game Drew really loved where you had the... Um... Moonlighter? Yeah, yeah. No, I love that game. Moonlighter's yeah. great. It reminds me a lot of that. You'll go into a dungeon, you got to solve the dungeon, then you come back out and, and kind of work towards a, an overall goal. You're not a storekeep or anything like that, but 
the same kind of principle where you go into the dungeon, collect stuff, and then come out. Kind of roguelite-ish game. The the name of it thought like I was like, wait, are they doing an action spinoff of sort of or uh, Crypt of the Necrodancer? And I'm like, oh wait, no. Yeah, that's, I, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh look, Crypt of the Necrodancer is finally coming to Xbox. I'm like, oh wait, no, that's a different game. Um, yeah, I think that's it. And I, I'm struggling to try to find a new game to play after I finish Man Eater, like leisurely. I tried to get back in to play some more Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, I still love that game. Oh, I did play the DLC for Immortals, which we talked about before the show. Um, that feels like some DLC-ass DLC that they don't care about. I mean, I like the story in it, but it is literally a separate game from the first. Like, you don't continue in that world. You go to a different world, and you're basically just doing challenges which really kind of takes away from what I liked about the main game. So, I'm kind of I'm kind of not digging the first DLC pack. I do like getting more story, but I just I don't know. I'm excited for the big one for the 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 Chinese folklore kind of stuff. I'm excited for that one, but this one this one just isn't doing it for me. So, but no, I think that's it. I mean, I did play Overwatch quite a bit. Because when I get into a funk and I don't know what I want to play, I play things that make me feel comfortable. Well, thank God I don't have you put through that again this week because it's Ryan here. Thank fuck. Well, I could talk about Moving it by myself. <laughs> okay. I can go into the, the big changes that change one of my characters if you want. I can mute you and then just <laughs> you can go off and me and Ryan will just talk and then you'll have a mess of a podcast. That would be a mess of a podcast. But I won't do that to you because I'm a nice guy. How's that? Thank you. Let's talk about what's coming out this week. It's actually a pretty big week uh, for a couple of things. Uh, we've got some PS5 and Series X games coming out. That's exciting, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, Control Ultimate Edition, the PS5 and Xbox version. Don't worry, we will talk about that game a lot in a little bit. Uh, but it is out this week on Series X and PS5. We've also got Destruction All-Stars. Remember that? Yep. That's coming out this week. Uh, Werewolf... For free, if you have PlayStation Plus. We'll talk about the PlayStation Plus in a minute. It's a damn good month. Uh, Werewolf, it The is. Apocalypse, Earthblood, which is that game I cannot talk about yet, but I will next week, I promise you. Uh, A-Rog, whatever that is, and then the Neo... <laughs> Didn't you play for the Yankees? I think so. Isn't he married to Jennifer Lopez? Yeah, he was at the inauguration. You didn't see him? Yeah, that's right. Now he's I coming did. to PS5. Uh, and then the Neo Collection, Neo 1 and 2 Remastered for the PlayStation 5 uh, will be out this week. Uh, Xbox Series X, we're just getting Control and Werewolf. Those are the same two games. Uh, PS4, My Universe, My Baby. I swear Is to God. that the same game? Yeah, my universe colon my baby. Wow, sounds okay. like a intergalactic Jenny Jones episode. I don't know. <laughs> Jenny Jones, wow. <laughs> uh, Ease nine Monstrum Knox. Habroxia two. Uh, Haven is making its way to the PlayStation this week. Uh, duh, nope, that's next week. Almost. 
almost gave you an X-Wing game. I won't do that yet. Uh, Project Winter is coming to Xbox alongside Glittering Sword, Outbreak the Nightmare Chronicles, and Roombo First Blood, which if you don't know what Roombo is, that's a game I think I'll be talking about next week. You basically play a Roomba that is like cleaning up uh, burglars that you kill in a house. Wow. So they get killed, and then you have to Roomba their their blood before the people get home to their own house. Interesting. Yeah, I'd play that. Since we've already talked about it, let's talk about PlayStation Plus. So this month on PlayStation Plus... Oh, wait, sorry. Switch games. I forgot Switch games. Gotta do Switch games, because Switch games are fun. We've got the Cultist Simulator Initiate Edition. <laughs> Cultist Simulator? Yes. Cultist. Okay. Simulator. Great. It's a pretty popular game on PC. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, there's some good ones out here. We got Blue Fire. We got Byakotai Samurai Boys. Uh Canarium. Flying Hero X. <clears throat> Football Cup twenty twenty one. Grey Skies. <clears throat> excuse me. Grey Skies, a War of the World story. <laughs> How to take off your mask remastered. What? <laughs> How to okay. take off your mask remastered. Well, I'm glad they remastered that one. Yeah, me too. It was a little long in the tooth from a, a visual standpoint. Kowloon High School Chronicle. This next game is all capital letters. It's just called NUTS! It's a lot of nuts. It's a lot of nuts. Uh, Odysseus Cosmos and the robot and his robot quest. <laughs> okay. Skyforge is making its way to the to the switch this week. Uh, Station manager and glittering sword. Oh man, we have fun. We have fun. PlayStation <laughs> Plus. So we have fun. PlayStation Plus for the month of February includes three very big games. We get Destruction All-Stars, which we knew about. We get Control Ultimate Edition for the PS4 and the PS5, which is pretty rad. And we get Concrete Genie. Overall, a fantastic month. Let's talk about Control for a minute, shall we? So, if there is a playbook for how not to handle a game. Control Ultimate Edition has checked off every box. So this all started when people who had bought Control and the DLC were told they were not getting the Control Ultimate Edition upgrade for the next generation. That sucked. That was a bad move. Then the Control Ultimate Edition was announced. It's been available for months now. People have been able to purchase it and now Sony says they're going to give it away. That game's been out so long that it's went on sale. Even though it not, has not actually released on PS5 and Xbox Series X yet. So now Sony's giving it away, so all those people that bought it, thinking they were going to play it on PS5 when it came out, have now wasted $40 for that version that they have not even been able to play yet. So, there's that. Then... 
they detailed the next generation features of Control Ultimate Edition. You cannot carry your save over if you have previously played this game. And if you buy it on Xbox Series S, it doesn't even have ray tracing. Okay. Fun. I just I just don't understand how you don't just make that old version upgrade and then everybody's happy. I mean, 505 has killed any goodwill. Yeah. Money, 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 money. <laughs> Boy, it seems to be the uh seems to be the the 12 months of killing goodwill. Mhm. Yep. I hope Destruction All-Stars is neat. Um but I feel like that is going to be like the quintessential PlayStation Plus ass PlayStation Plus game. I I just I don't I think it'll be the next Bleeding Edge. Remember that game? That nice game, segue. That game is in the news. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. Bleeding Edge has officially lost all support, and the game will no longer be updated or added to. It's not even 12 months old. So if you forgot about Bleeding Edge, don't I'm, feel I'm bad, because the developers did too. I'm pretty sure I said when it came out that it was a bad idea, or before it came out that it was a bad idea. And this is the reason why I like know it's upset some people, but when I say like maybe you shouldn't try to just emulate the popular thing, this is why. Good studio backed up by Microsoft as a publisher, I believe, right? Yeah, this was the first game they announced um that that was coming out. Yeah. I just couldn't remember if it was a third party publisher or not. No, it's Microsoft, um, it's on Game Pass. So like you have I know some people will find it hard to believe, but you have one of the biggest publishers in the world of software um, and a really great studio. And it didn't matter because people were playing other games. Now, I think part of the issue with Bleeding Edge is it's not Overwatch and it's not, um, uh, oh my God, Fortnite, right? Um, Even though the art style is kind of in that, ballpark um but it why would i switch to bleeding edge if i'm playing overwatch oh trust me as somebody who was playing heavily overwatch i was like oh i'll check this out and it was so close like the characters felt like they were very inspired by overwatch characters but the game just did not capture that at all even if the game was as good why would i change yeah there's no reason there's no reason for me to change nobody's here and so i I, that's the reason why i always say like they're lucky that they aren't losing their studio because of it right well i mean they're owned by microsoft so they're not going to lose anything but but like that is this the the only good piece of news out of this really is that they aren't in the position to just lose everything. Yeah. Because that's what some studio, other studios and other publishers do that to companies. Like, oh, you didn't, it didn't perform. Goodbye. Like shit. I know he's not everybody's favorite, but like uh, Cliff Blazinski tried two different games with that studio. And then it just, it, the second one never even came out. Yeah. The second one never made it out of early access. Radical Heights. Yeah. 
um, and Lawbreakers, whatever the studio was, uh, Bo- uh, Bosky, Bosky. Yeah. Um, so, you know, think about all the people that lose their jobs because that—that's the reason why I say like you're better off doing something that is different and not just following popularity. I think people need to stop chasing the dragon. There's too many team-based shooters that are coming. I remember Rocket. What was it? Rocket Arena or whatever? Yep. Rocket Arena, yeah. That lasted all of what, like a week? Ugh, I haven't even think of it. That's, well, that's yeah, that game was not very good either. That doesn't help. So, I mean, you gotta stop chasing this stuff because, let's be fair, Fortnite, don't chase that. Overwatch, don't don't chase that. Like, I'm surprised because the last time we talked about this, I believe, it was... Uh the what is it the uh offset multiplayer what is that called again asymmetric. asynchronous asynchronous, asynchronous. Yeah. yeah um asymmetrical that's what it's called asymmetrical, asymmetrical. is when it's when it's like 1v5 that's what about? i mean yeah, yeah 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 so the asymmetrical multiplayer like that that's the last time we had this sort of conversation i don't remember what it was that was coming out but uh my thing is is that it, it it really hasn't worked. There's only one, really. Mm, um, no, because Among Us doesn't really count in my my opinion. No, it's... I don't even think of Among Us. I think of that. Um, what was the monster Dead game? Daylight. Dead by Daylight is the one that I think worked. Well, wow. I, I mean, the, there's been a lot of like Friday the Thirteenth was popular for a hell of a yes, long that time. One, that one has that one has a different. Oh, oh, you was Predator that I was saying didn't really make it. Right. Oh, Predator it, died it, on the vine. Yeah, that yeah. that didn't do anything. But like, to be fair, their previous project was only killed because of licensing rights and stuff. Yes, Friday the Thirteenth so, was doing well. It just it ran into a bunch of issues, both financially and license wise. But you know, Dead by Daylight is its own game. But then, like, I wouldn't come in with my own and go, no, no, I've got it. They, yeah, you don't compete with Dead by Daylight. Daylight, right? Like they have the properties that are backing it up, and I can't speak to the quality of game, but I know that a lot of people enjoy it. Like, I've heard it's janky tell? as fuck, but I've never played it. It's not my. Yeah, but, all, but I, I feel like all of these are janky as fuck. I mean, the, fair. Uh, asymmetrical multiplayer games, like even even Among Us, even if we throw that in there, because you know what wasn't janky bad. as fuck, but didn't take off was Evolve. That game was not janky at all. That yeah, game was polished as shit. Of, but like, I'm surprised that studio's around. Like, I'm surprised they're getting to do uh, Back for Blood. I mean, they Left for Dead was huge. So, but Left for Dead was huge. But then after that, oh. yeah, they took a chance and lost on Evolve, so they went back to yeah. what they were doing before. So, yeah, I don't know. I can't. <sighs> I I remember, and I know Wombat remembers, I made fun of Fortnite when they copied PUBG, but uh, look yep. who's laughing now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a weird story where PUBG didn't update fast enough. And so, hey, PUBG's still around, so... You're right, but like <clears throat> honestly, I think that's part, part of the issue is it's, it's nicer to look at, and Fortnite just kept getting updated. And I remember hearing people... This was back when I was listening to a bunch of video game podcasts. People were going, like, when's that update coming? Like, we need a new map, you know? And everybody chased Fortnite and PUBG. Like, 
how many of those? What was it? Um, Apex Legends, which carved out its own niche. Yeah. Yep. Um, what was the Ubisoft one? Hyperscape? <laughs> sure, yes. I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Like, where did that go? Stop <clears throat> even talking about it. No, not even Ubisoft talks about that game, and it's their game. They um, do more updates for... Um... Oh god, what the fighting game there with the uh, the Vikings and stuff. For yeah. Honor. For Honor. That's because like, secretly a ton of people play that game. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm not For Honor is still very popular. What I'm saying is like look how old that game didn't really take off right away as much as I'm sure they wish it had, but like they've kept supporting it, but they just dropped. <laughs> Yeah, you yeah, gotta stop right. chasing the battle royale thing. Like, there's a ton of. I know Wombat. You talked about last week. Your kids got into. Uh, your kid got into Spellforce. Spellbreaker. Spellbreaker. See, I don't even know what the fuck it's yeah. called. Spellbreak, whatever it's called. Yeah. But like, that's another battle royale game. Like, I feel like there's a new one. The Darwin Project. Remember that? Yep. yep. He tried to play that too and didn't like it. Yeah, I, I mean, there's like a new one every week. It's crazy. And then the ones that stick, it's just so funny because you never know which one's the one that's going to hit. Yeah, and and I and that's the reason why I like when people say like the market for people that play video games is huge. Yeah, like you know, yes, it is. That doesn't mean you're going to get even a percentage of it. No, you've got like, to you've got to get people idea. and you got to get them fast. And 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 some of it. How the fuck do you, you know, um, speaking, I brought up Among Us now twice, so here's the third time. That game didn't really take off until last year. Yeah, it took like two years to become popular. Someone streamed it, decided to stream it, and it took off. Like, the devs didn't prepare for that at all. Like, how could you? To the point where they're still trying to figure out what they're going to do. Clearly, because they're working off something that's old, and they were going to make a sequel, but knowing that they had an install base on the first game, they didn't want to make people change, so now they're working on top of old code, but, like, they weren't prepared for that. So, you know, how does someone know that's what's going to take off, and more importantly, is chasing something that's popular now worth it anyways? Because by the time your game is out, knows if that'll be the popular thing. Right. Like it's just such a mess and, and and bleeding edge to me was like wow, just totally not understanding what your fans want, what the people playing the type of game you're making want, like and when too. Like that game came out way too late after Overwatch. Well I mean, yeah. We're talking years. <laughs> so that it's my I love Xbox, I do. But that was the most Xbox like not reading the room response that I've ever seen. Let's make an Overwatch clone with the Heavenly Sword guys. Okay. Okay. Let's not do that. Yeah, you know the studio that's made for making uh single player action games? They're doing a multiplayer arena battle. Hey, but you know, uh, as crazy as it sounds, sometimes it works. What about the the masters of RPGs making a rogue uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? And that game's doing well. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you're right. I, I, how the fuck did... But I guess, like, 
you know, speaking of like things that aren't done too often, sure, the crafting survival element is, but like how many games do you play where you're a miniature stuck in the garden, right? Yeah. Yeah, that game just got its uh, most recent update, which added flying insects. Uh, and then last month, oh, I think um, it was underwater stuff. Giant mosquitoes. I mean, that's cool. Like It I, is. I'm, I'm not criticizing it. I still want to play it. Um, I want to play it when it's 1.0. 1. 1. Uh, yeah, I want to play it when it's 1.0. Like, I played enough of it in early access. I'm like, this is cool, but I want the final game. So, Speaking of Fortnite... Um, the powerhouse that is Fortnite, they announced the, the newest crossover. It's fucking G.I. Joe, man. Come on. Yeah. That's cool as shit. I, I don't even like Fortnite. They, had, they, just had, they just had Predator too, right? Yeah, they did the Hunters where they had Predator and... Um, oh, wow. Uh, what was Kate it? Kate Six from uh, Destiny, right? Yeah, and then uh, The Mandalorian was in it too. Yeah. And yeah. now they're doing G.I. Joe starting with Snake Eyes, of course. Man. Fortnite is something else, dude. Yep. Whew. It's uh, truly the Lego dimensions of this generation. Well, I mean, it's... But it's like, it's like, what it reminds me of is like, holy shit, this is a lot of franchises that shouldn't mix mixing. I mean, Fortnite is the only thing that's like, like bringing gamers together. It had fucking Master Chief and Kratos in it. Come on. It's crazy. Uh, IO Interactive has announced that Hitman 3 has already made its money back and they are looking to bring ray tracing to the Xbox Series X and S versions of the game as well as I believe PS5 Uh, hey you remember Biomutant? yeah it finally got a release date yeah I've been anxious to see more on it hmm they're releasing it a week before Resident Evil 8. <laughs> yeah, seems like it might be a mistake. Yeah, don't 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 do that. Don't release it like a week before probably the biggest game in the first half of 2020. <laughs> don't do that. <sighs> um Lord of the Rings Gollum has been delayed into 2022, the next on the chopping block. Uh, what else is going on? Yeah, we talked about Grounded getting its update. Where's my other news tab? Uh, GoldenEye Remaster, um, the video of the, the the game that never never was to be has leaked onto the internet, so if you want to watch it, go ahead and watch it, because you're never going to play it. So. MLB The Show! Uh, leaked onto the internet this weekend pictures of the game in an Xbox uh, cover which I found it funny a lot of people out there were like it's really happening Like they said it was happening it's just cool to see like the box art now mm-hmm. so surprised we didn't see the Switch box art but I'm guessing that's going to be a game that is uh Follows in the footsteps of Control and Hitman 3 where you have to stream that game to the Switch. Because I, I, don't, I don't think you could get that game on the Switch. The game is very pretty. You want to pour one out? Or? Battleborn. Oh, wow. 
You can no, not really. I'll save it. Today, as we're recording this, is the absolute last day you can play it. I'd like to point everyone to the previous conversation we had had. I know, but today's the day. When when you listen to this show, you can no longer play Battleborn. You can no longer go and see that dumpster fire for what it was. So there. Oh, I'm scrolling through. I know there was another story that I wanted to talk about, and I don't remember what it was. It wasn't, like, big in the... Oh, Sega! Sega! Um, They've sparked back up the acquisition conversation when they split their divisions over the the past week. So they will now have two divisions, one for video games and one for Pachinko. And I believe the CFO stepped down uh, to a lower role. I think I read that somewhere. Oh, and sad news, the actress um, who had worked in video games and was actually in the upcoming Resident Evil 8, Jeanette Mao, uh, has died after her battle with cancer. She was one of the witches in Resident Evil Village, uh, as well as other roles. Not to purposely roll back on the Sega stuff. Um, The uh, director of the Yakuza games... Yeah, he's the uh, one that stepped down, right? Yeah, he stepped down. He wasn't CFO because that's a uh, chief financial officer. Okay, I didn't know what his um, official title was. But yeah, he he stepped down and he's going to still be directing, but he's not like overseeing like a lot of the creative stuff at Sega now. Um, I don't know. Weird stuff's happening with Sega because they. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if the, he has been fired, but um, the voice of Sonic. Is no longer the voice of Sonic. Uh, Roger, Roger Craig, Craig Smith. Smith. Yeah, he stepped down. Yep. Did he step down or was he fired? I'm pretty sure he stepped down because they sent a message to him on their Twitter account. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't think he was... Why would you fire the voice of Sonic when he is, like, revered for that voice? Like, that dude Say does a ton of voice acting. Sega. You're right. Yes, he um, does. He's, he's great, and I like to miss Sonic. I... I'm going to be honest with you, um, there's one voice of Sonic I haven't liked, and it's some weird fondness for, which is Jaleel White. Um, I didn't like his Sonic. I thought he did other voices in the show that were great, um, but I just never liked his Sonic. Um, and yeah, like there's been people that are like, oh, Roger Craig Smith isn't as good as the Sonic Adventure cast, and it's like, all right. But um, like if you heard him in Sonic Boom, it was great. But I don't know. It's it's very weird timing that with all of the moves in Sega. Well, it sparked up. So that was the other piece of this was it sparked back up the acquisition rumors. And of course, it came out this week that Microsoft is making another Bethesda level acquisition this year. Hmm. So that brought back up. Is it Sega that Microsoft is buying next? Does Sega count as uh, Bethesda sized? At this yeah, point. they're huge in Japan. Like uh, that's true, it, I guess. That's true. Well, you ought to remember they also have Atlas. Yeah. So if Microsoft bought uh, Sega, they would pull over things like Persona and Catherine and and things like that. Things that are never on Xbox. And let's be fair, they've had a hell of a uh, camaraderie this year. I mean, all the Yakuza games are on Game Pass. 
And yep. we never thought we'd see Yakuza on a Xbox console. <laughs> so, I don't know. Microsoft is making several acquisitions this year. One of them is Bethesda level. So, we will see. Um, oh, also, I know that we are getting news this week, uh, including a launch, tra- not a launch trailer, but a trailer for the Mass Effect Remastered Collection. So you will get to finally see what they've done to that game this week. Or sorry, those games, not just that game. (sighs) Speaking of games you might have forgotten about, Crystal Dynamics announced that they're doing a new Avengers War Table on February 16th. They're going to show off the PS5 and Series X versions, as well as uh, Hawkeye DLC. More like Boar Table, am I right? You know, that's still one of those games that I hope is eventually good, but I keep having less and less faith that it's going to be. Normally, Anthony, you got to have kids before you can make that joke. (laughs) Yeah, you you can't make a dad joke if you're not a dad. Uh, I I watched a video of someone going through the whole campaign of it. It was like a two to three hour video of the guy just breaking down why the Avengers was bad. And I'm like, all right, I'm like, oh. and then I just watched him, like, without commentary, wail on things as the Hulk and other characters. And I went, this isn't fun at all. And he's like, and then you go into another level and inside a lab like, or a warehouse or whatever. And I'm like, this is so boring. That's how it feels to play that game. <laughs> oh, and he's like, and there's only like so many villains from the Marvel Universe, like. I'm like, this sucks. And then he's like, and then the game ends with a quick time event. And I'm like, this is just a punch in the face. Fuck this. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Sonic, I'm, like, I'm glad I didn't try it. We probably should have done this on the Sonic news, but Sonic the Hedgehog movie sequel has begun shooting, or will begin shooting in March. I want no, more of that. That movie, look, that movie was fun. So... Part of the thing with Roger Craig, uh, Craig Smith, uh, some people were like, well, are they uh, going to get... His name is Ben, right? Ben Schwartz, yeah. He did the voice in the movie. Yeah. I couldn't remember his last name. Um, yeah, they're like, are they going to get... And pe- others are like, of course, shooting it down. Like, yeah, it's too big to be just doing Sonic. Although, I'd argue that, hey, constant income is great. Um, but uh, because... The current voice of Tails, spoiler, was uh, in the first movie. So this Tails was consistent, but not the Sonic. I don't know. No, I'm down with more Sonic. And Ben Schwartz did an amazing job. Yeah, he does a great voice for Sonic. Uh, yeah. I can't think of too many people that have, like, honestly, even with all the voice actors, I don't think any of them don't sound like what I expect Sonic to sound like. I mean, so. even his Sonic Adventure voice actor. <laughs> Sonic Adventure games are a little rough. Uh, but, I have a I have a special place in my heart for the first Sonic Adventure. The mm-hmm. second game really fix up the acting, even though it's the same voice actor. Yeah, but still, sure. that first yeah, game, the first game is rough, and then the horrible mouth. <laughs> it just moves around his face as it's open and makes sound like ah. Hey, if you're still playing Sea of Thieves, they announced Season 1 is available alongside a 120 frames per second mode. 
you can play that game super fast now. Super fast. That water has to look amazing at 120. Uh, I should probably boot it up. I I yeah, think I inst- just... I think I install Sea of Thieves once a year and play it for like 20 minutes and then go like I don't want to play this. Because like I have not played the game because I have zero interest, but I have watched enough people just sail around go and I go. That's some of the best water I've ever seen in a video game. <laughs> it is super pretty. All right. Uh, here's something you might have forgot about. Madden 21 is now available on Stadia. I forgot it's also, Stadia. It's also free right now, at least on PlayStation. Maybe just this weekend? Uh, yeah, it's free this weekend for the Super Bowl as well on uh, Xbox and PC as well. Yep. Uh, here's an interesting story I wanted to bring up. The Witcher 3 on Nintendo Switch has changed how you can buy it. So, CD Projekt Red is changing the way it sells The Witcher 3 on Nintendo Switch, and it's removing the complete edition at some point in the future. Uh, so, for right now, you can buy the complete edition with base game and both expansions and all the DLC, or you can buy them separately. Um, CD Projekt Red said it's doing this to give players more flexibility in how they purchase the RPG. The complete edition, however, will be removed from sale at some point in the future. It is still available, but only for the time being. When the complete edition is removed, it will be replaced by the following purchasing options that will be available individually. The Witcher 3 base game, Hearts of Stone expansion, and Blood and Wine expansion. Hmm. So. It's a little weird. Yeah, I don't I don't know why you do that. So they can if they can put Witcher 3 on sale on Switch, but not the DLC. Yeah. They... Yeah, I mean I, I I get it. It's still weird. Yeah. Uh, I think that might be it. I'm just scrolling, seeing if there's anything else that jumps out at me. No, I think that's about it. Talk to me about Mandy. (laughs) Oh, Mandy. Why why do you want me to talk about that movie? That movie is... fucking hate that movie. That's why. That movie is... Boring. It's like two movies. I feel like it was like two movies. So like the first movie, one of them is good. Like the first hour of that movie is awful. Like I don't know how a lot of people got through that first hour. Like I had to fight it. And then the second half of the movie is just basically Nicolas Cage on LSD killing people with Kratos's axe. And that's pretty cool. That don't part's pretty Mandy. cool. Don't don't watch Mandy people. Yeah, it's a hard movie to watch. Like, there's one scene in that movie early on where they're laying on the couch and she's going on and on and on and on. And I was like, this is never ending. This is self indulgent. <laughs> I seriously thought that scene was never going to end. I was like, what? Like, at some point I stopped listening to what she was saying because I just did not care anymore. And that's not a good movie. Although, I did, like I said, I did like watching Nicolas Cage take LSD and... Kill a bunch of people. Uh, the I mean, listen, the sequence where he's drinking in the bathroom in his underwear and screaming, top tier Nicolas Cage. Oh, I mean, that's okay. that's some that's some quality Cage right there. But boy, that movie! I heard people being like, "Ah, oh, it's such a good horror movie." And then I watched it, and I went, "Yeah, I can trade this in." 
Yeah, no, it's not. Like it has like a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And then I watched a movie that had a thirty on Rotten Tomatoes and loved it. And that was Fat Man. That movie. Yeah, is, that's all right. That movie is the dumbest shit you will ever watch, and I loved every minute of it. Watching Mel Gibson murder people as Santa Claus is is, is something to behold. And Walter Goggins is always good. That dude is... Whew. You should watch that movie if you get a chance. That movie is entertaining as hell. <sighs> I got emails. Got an email from Rick. Uh, his PSN name is Beastern. Uh, he says, hey y'all, first of all, great shows lately. Anthony provides the salty commentary that just keeps people on their toes. Love it. I'm with you, Anthony. I don't understand Overwatch. Anyway, got a couple questions. First, sorry if you've already spoken on this in the news, but I have to mention the craziness that is the GameStop short squeeze via Reddit. To me, it is a perfect display of the suits going nuts expecting this business to fail with no regard for what it is. For what it is, what it sells, who its customers are, etc. And pissed off individual investors, regular people, like being like, nah dude, it ain't gonna fail. Watch this. Then as these Gordon Gecko dudes start freaking out about losing so much money because of an inflated stock price, they cry foul, and then trading is shut down. Hmm, doesn't seem fair. So brick and mortars can't really be open, and when people are investing in the business, the powers that be step in and say, hey, we can't lose this much money, so we're gonna stop this. Thoughts? Also, I sort of don't like GameStop because they've always relied on the used market to make money and rip off people trading in their games by giving them cents on the 50 60 plus dollar game. Now, they're, now they are buoyed up with Microsoft and this sudden attention. This, there is no justice in this world. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good summary of, uh, of what happened. Yeah, I don't Maybe. I don't understand the stock market, so I did not speak a word on this over the weekend. I think the only thing is and I made this point earlier in the podcast, um so I'm just repeating myself, but um we have like I you can literally remove GameStop from the equation. It has nothing to do with the business whatsoever. It was the fact that business was failing and these hedge fund fucking companies just make sure like they gamble on the business failing that's it so GameStop was failing let's be honest we've known this for months years now um they brought in reggie to try to save face like it wasn't working um so it just happened to be GameStop that this time that they were doing it but that's how toys r us went down as well as a bunch of other businesses they are this is what hedge funds do so Yes, it's video game related in the sense that this time it is GameStop, but the reality is is this is any business. It just happened to be that someone noticed and said, "Wow, this they're selling for oh god. Like they 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 had oversold the stock basically that was for sale. Like that's how bad this these head funds like they were it was like something it was like over 100% basically was the um like how many were sold which doesn't make sense so 
they were buying the stock at next to nothing and then holding it out because the hedge fund, the way it works is they have to buy the stock back for less money than they sold. It's it's a long process. It's annoying. I don't fully understand it myself. It's pain in the ass. But basically, it was just that someone noticed this fuck up and was able to get a bunch of people to buy the stocks and then not sell it back. But again, where was GameStop in that? Like, I didn't say, you know, it had to be GameStop. It just happened to be. Oh, but games, the reason, because it was GameStop is why it provoked the reaction it provoked from the people it provoked it from. Right. And that's what I'm saying. That played a part in it. Yes. But that's what I'm saying, though. It's like, this could have been any other company, though. Had had somebody decided that they wanted to look in the Toys R Us one before Toys R Us closed down in the States, it could have been Toys R Us. Um, they're doing it, like, while this is happening, they are doing it with AMC as well. I that doesn't lo- get covered as much. I just love the fact that we had to have a statement come out that said the Biden administration is looking into the GameStop situation. And it's a lot of people are worried that the, that they're going to back up Wall Street, but I don't get that feeling. Judging by everyone's response in the yeah. government, I don't know. Yeah, I mean the, the 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 hedge funds are already getting money to back them from other hedge funds as well. So the uh, this, I mean, sh- shorts happen all the time the egregious thing here was how much it was short it really was the the big thing um and you know the the whole thing with the short is that unlike a regular stock purchase your losses are unlimited um and that's what happened here a group of people decided they wanted to show them what unlimited losses look like because they didn't like their business practices I saw the guy on the, the news channel cry, like the billionaire crying. I was like, I have zero sympathy for you. Right. <laughs> I gambled on people's misery. No, I'm sad. Oh, shit. I just kind of laughed and I was like, man, it sucks when you're poor, isn't it? <laughs> um, as you say, there's a movie that's basically about this called The Big Short, which is about the financial crisis. Like, you know. This isn't the first time. Hey, y'all! Y'all told y'all told people to take their government money and invest it, and look what they did to you. (laughs) Yeah, they pulled themselves up by the bootstraps and then kicked you in the ass with it. Right now, now you're on the news crying because you're losing some. Fuck you! I got. Uh, I'm watching kids starve out there, and you're crying on the news because you lost. I believe my. I love the people. It's like it sounds like you can't manage your money well. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like the billionaires need to cut back on Starbucks and avocado. (laughs) Need to get a second job. You can try Uber. Right. Oh shit! Once you get a once you get a late night job stocking at Walmart, so you can pay for your yeah. students, you know. Yeah. Right. Oh my god! It's a, I saw a Twitter post this week that said, um, "Every week there's a quote feel good story about somebody paying two thousand dollars to stop the orphan crushing machine, and then nobody asks about why there's an orphan crushing machine in the first place or why it costs <laughs> money to stop it." Uh, my favorite responses to those are always the people that just like like confused look on their face, like they they shouldn't have to do that. Right. You realize this isn't a happy story. Yeah, this like, is not an uplifting story. It's depressing as fuck. God, we live in a weird world, don't we? Yeah. Oh, uh, the second part of his email says, uh, but it's not on accident. No, it's not. It's not. 
Uh, the second part of his email says, I'm loving Immortals. The best part is getting stuck in a tough vault and refusing to look it up on a walkthrough, being lost, getting frustrated, then finally getting that prize. Man, that is a great feeling. I had to look up a few things in Breath of the Wild, but I refuse to do that with Immortals. It's so much more rewarding that way. Thanks, guys. Keep up the good work. P.S. Do you ever have community contributors for your site or podcast? I'd love to write a review, even if it doesn't make it to the site. I mean, where do you think Anthony and Drew came from? Ouch, I knew this was happening. <laughs> I knew it right away. <laughs> Wait, when you say that about Drew, Jay's the same thing. Yeah, but Jay's never on the podcast anymore. He's on, like, what, two okay, episodes well. a year? Hey, you know what? But they're quality episodes. Hey, I don't. I I love when Jay's on. I do. Exactly. Me too. Yeah. All right. It's like I can check out. And just ask questions when necessary. Yeah. He's got he's got very eclectic game taste that the rest of us don't have, and I love his insight on all of that yes. stuff. Yes. So. But when he recommends ask, something, he also asks good questions. Yes, That's he my does. Favorite part about when he's on the show. Yes, he does. If only we had quality people on the show all the time, we might be more popular. Well. I mean, if we had Gambus still. If we had yeah, Gambus, well, we'd be the top hot podcast on the we, internet. We almost we almost had him back. Yeah. I know. He needs to come back. I know. I don't think I don't tell him every time I talk to him. I know. I know you do. All right. Uh, we have another email from Daryl. He says, hello, all. In reference to Drew talking about uh, he loves the Series X because he don't need his Xbox One or 360 anymore. I did the same thing, but then realized my error. The Xbox Series X plays all of the Xbox One games, so I finally decided to pull the plug, uh, pull that, and plug my 360 back up. Why? Well, Xbox One Series X plays a few original Xbox games, and it plays a lot of 360 games, but the 360 plays a lot of original Xbox games that didn't go forward, like Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, Prince of Persia The Sands of Time. Not true, that is on Xbox One and Series X. That's the only one that's on Xbox. It's the only one, yes. Oh no, the the... The cell shaded one is too. Yeah, but I'm talking for that's we're talking about the original Xbox. The original cell shaded one is the 360 one. Yes, that is true. Uh, Return to Castle Wolfenstein, Bard's Tale, Blitz, Project Gotham Racing, Rally Sport, Indigo Prophecy, Max Payne 2, Kotor 2. Kotor 2 is on Xbox One. Uh, Simpsons Hit and Run, The Thing, etc. Many others. Also, there's a ton of 360 games that are not playable on the One or the Series X, like 007 Legends, Blur, Cult Sub Saga, PSO Universe, Death Smiles, Call of Juarez, Two Worlds, One and Two, The Club, Gun, Max Payne 3, Medal of Honor, Simpsons Game, Star Trek Legacy, Quake 4, uh, Dark Sector, The Saboteur, uh, and lots of others. So I put the Xbox One in storage, hooked the 360 back up, and made a list of all the games on original Xbox and 360 that I have that are not playable on One and Series X. It's over 60 games. I'm not including sports games and a lot of rock band and guitar guitar hero games. So unless you do not have a lot of original Xbox games or not a lot of 360 games, I would say hook that 360 back up. Go to trueachievements.com slash not backward compatible games. There is a nice list. Lastly, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk, but mainly focusing on Hitman 3 and Yakuza Like a Dragon. All great games. Take care. Yes. There are a lot of games that are not backwards compatible. Uh, I hope that they revisit that program and continue to add some more. I understand why they took the time off to make sure that everything worked on the Series X, but now that's out. Everything works. Let's go. Let's get back to that. Let's get back to adding more games. I think my only thing to say with that is that um, you got to watch with the um, Xbox games on the 360 because that emulation was rough. 
some games just did not run proper uh, properly at all. Oh, that's true. Um, and obviously, when you get original Xbox to uh, Xbox One or Series X, they go up to 4K, which is really nice. I don't know. I just hope they revisit it and start bringing some more games. I know there's a lot of um, games that people wanted to come over backwards compatible. Max Payne 3 is always one I hear a lot of people talking about. But yeah, I'd love to see some of these older 360 games and even original Xbox games come over. I, I, I would love to see them get everything. I know that'll never happen due to licensing. Sports games will never come over. Um, the Rock Band games will never come over, but... Um, I would like to see a lot more added, for sure. All right, so I am going to head over to the Twitter. And the first tweet comes in from Real Shogun Beats. He says, have you guys ever bought a game and hated it and then went back only to realize you were playing it wrong the whole time and now it's the greatest game ever? Yeah, that's me with Battlefield Five. I'm so addicted to this game. The moment-to-moment shooting is so intense. I mean, I've I've admitted in the past that I approached Yakuza like it was a brawler and was very disappointed. And then when I realized it's an RPG and those are random counters, I was like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. I mean, I know Wombat's still waiting for everybody to play Two Human, right? And realize the greatness. I am, yep, and realize how good it was so that we can get a sequel made. <laughs> um, I mean, I played that in a bad video game year. I was like, oh, this isn't really, shouldn't have been considered. It, it's fine. Like, this That's, right, That's right, it's fine. That's right, it's fine. It's Dennis Dyax laying on the bed with two penthouse playmates. <laughs> but yes, I'm still that mad is, at Dennis Dyack. That is a thing, by the way. Look that up. No, I don't. Oh, I don't yeah, like, no, it's I legit. don't like Dennis yeah. Dyack enough to see that got... horrible attack on <laughs> the, humanity. The only, the only guy who ruined his entire career getting in a fight with Neogaf. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure there's others. Remember when NeoGAF was relevant? Yeah. Yeah, it's not anymore. Nobody even talks about that place anymore. No. But like because it's the... turned into a friggin' cesspool. Well, and I love the fact that through the divide, it's now two cesspools. Yes. Uh, reset air is much better than. It's air. better, but it's still kind of bad. But it's still shit. It's still kind of bad. Let's be I'm fair. Like, oh, I wonder what's. Ooh, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> uh, he also says it's been a while since you guys had a great food debate, and I'm just wondering who makes the best burrito, Chipotle or Moe's? Who's what's Moe's? Moe's is great. I don't. Welcome to Moe's. I've never had. I've never heard of Moe's. I don't eat burritos. It's yeah. It's it's a really good one. I am not the person to have this debate because the only Mexican food I eat is from Taco Bell. Ugh, <laughs> not Mexican food at all. I'm so aware. That's, that's probably why barely, I eat it. It's barely food. I, man, we're not going to get in this. Leave. We're not going to get in this argument again that Taco Bell is the only consistently decent fast food. Yeah, well, when fucking, of course it is. It's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's good shit. <laughs> Like, have you had a nacho fry? (laughs) (laughs) Nacho fries are absolutely delicious. 
I don't I don't know what you're talking about, son. I, I will go to Taco Bell and get me some of that grade F meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's some nacho fries. And it's delicious. Do you think these hooves are mashed enough for the beef? <laughs> I want you, I want you to know something, Anthony. Taco Bell tastes just like it smells. Delicious. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, well, since okay. you know those, Ryan, which one do you think makes the better burrito? Of those, Chipotle or uh, Moe's? Moe's for sure. Okay. Yeah, I like I like Moe's. They they have really good uh, really good queso at Moe's. What? Um, Why have I never seen one of these? Where is one of these? There's one in uh, Mason. I used to eat at all the time when I worked in Mason. Huh? I have never seen one of these places. I've seen Chipotle everywhere. Right, yeah, Moe's is my favorite of those burrito chains. I, I used to really like Qdoba, but then I got food poisoning from Qdoba. So I, I've heard a lot of people anymore. got food poisoning from Qdoba. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't eat there anymore. But um, uh, I do like Moe's a lot. It's been a while since I've had Moe's, unfortunately, because there's not one near my near where I work now. I work in near Dayton now, so um, I, I, we don't have one, at least that I'm aware of, close to us. So. Uh, the other I, other, yeah, I, I really, really like most. The only other one I know of is Hothead, and there's one near my house. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Hothead. Well, when you live in a town that has like three total restaurants. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know my, uh, you know my aunt uh, owns a deli in Germantown, right? Where? Uh, right, you know where Laughs is. Yeah, yeah. It's not too far from Laughs. It's called the Farmer and the Deli. Oh, I have to go down you there. You should try it. Yeah, yeah, I, I need Keller, to go down there. Keller, you know me. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah, like um, my wife goes to laughs all the time. Well, we used to. Um, last time yeah, I right. went. Well, the, well, <laughs> the last the world time fell apart. Well, no, I went there two weeks ago. So we get she gets carry out. She gets like a burger carry out. She really likes their burgers. And I went in there and there was not an empty seat. Wow. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming back here. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I I'm not going to stand here with 80 people. Surrounding me during a pandemic, y'all are fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, next time I next time I go downtown, I have to try that. Well, like like yeah, sandwiches or no, no, no. It's like just specials. I can't understand a word you're saying. You're breaking up real bad. Can you hear me now? I think you're getting there. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. They have like she has different specials and stuff every day, but it's like a, a deli. She has like deli meats and um, she has like salads and stuff like that. Okay, okay, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to try that. I don't know all the places downtown yet. I know that little theater down there. I've always wanted oh, yeah. to go, I've always wanted to go see a movie there because it's like an old timey theater. All right, uh, Rufus says, after two months of fighting with bots, refreshing my computer every two seconds, and wondering if I'll ever get to buy a next-gen system, I was finally able to snag a Series X. Ridiculous. Do you think these retail stores should stop the only online buying option, Baba Booey? <laughs> uh, no, they should allow you to do a pre-order. That would solve a little bit of the problem. Yeah, I, I don't know how this stuff... It's going to continue to evolve. And and the thing is, is will it need to evolve by the time these things are available, which I'm guessing will be summer? 
Why, well, why would it have to evolve, Ken? These company, these these retail outlets don't give a shit because they're still making money. Well, of course they're still making money, but so the, that, the game the companies will will stop sending them things. That that was no, the, they they're making money too. Well, they can make the money they're on their own and their You're own. Right, things. but they they you know you don't really want to fuck up because still p- people will will not go to Sony necessarily. They'll go to Walmart. So. I know that sounds dumb, but it's true. So you don't really want to upset Walmart. So you just keep, you know, selling consoles. You know, it, it's it's dumb, but it's like there's no reason for them to change. And I fucking hate this too. So it's not like I'm supporting scalping, but that's the reality of all of this shit. Why doesn't uh, Ticketmaster uh, make it so you have to show ID with a ticket? Well, why the fuck do they care? They they sell more tickets when scalpers buy tickets. Plain and simple. Yeah, I just I look forward to a time when people can buy these machines because y'all know that like most people can't even play the Resident Evil Village demo because it's only on PS5. Yeah. If you don't have a PS5, you can't play it. Smart move, Capcom and Sony. Very smart move. Put it well, on. I mean, to be put fair, it on the console the least people have. Yeah. I've heard that the next demo is actually one a demo and uh, two is coming to everything. Yeah, we'll but it won't ha- it won't carry the same weight that this first one did of being able to play the game for the first time. True, I suppose. Yeah. It's just I just don't understand the the reasoning of putting it on the hardest to find console in the fucking world. Like if you want an exclusive, put it on the PlayStation Four. Don't put it on the PS Five unless you don't want people to play that version for some reason. I don't know. Uh, Adam also says, "Any one of you have anyone have any of those GameStop shares?" <laughs> Unfortunately, not. Nope, I do not. Sad part is, is when it went down to five dollars, I said to myself, "I almost want to buy one," but then I'm like, "Why would I buy stocks in a dying company?" <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, no, I, uh... yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Real Shogun B says, if you could add any feature to the current consoles, what would you add to make it the perfect system to play on? Make it purchasable. That's not a feature of the console. I don't know, man. That kind of is. <laughs> That's a feature of the retailer. That's not a feature of the console. Um, yeah, I don't know. Backwards compatibility should be in everything. Yeah. PlayStation 5 should play all five generations of PlayStation. Yeah. Then Um, it would be the ultimate console, period. You know, I get that the Switch isn't uh, really, you know, capable of that because of the different media format, but uh, it'd be really nice if there was, like, even if they allowed me to buy DS games because it's touchscreen, you know, they sell their own flip, uh, flip grip sort of thing. Um, that'd be neat. Like, I don't know. Just give me a way to play some of these older stuff, like that you're just sitting on. It's annoying to not have that. This is the 25 year anniversary of the Nintendo 64. Yep. You know, the more I think about the N64, the more I go, "Wow, there's some really great games on it, and not much else." I just hope we see um, N64 games on the Switch this year. Yeah. 
course, Nintendo could be dropping more than um, one or two Nintendo games a month. A month? No, they haven't updated in a while. No, they just updated in uh, December. Oh, is this De- well, I have not not had an update since I've gotten one. There you go. Yeah, no, they do them at the beginning of the month, so we should be getting an update um, next week. Which will be two Super Nintendo games you've never heard of and an NES game you don't want. Yep. Mystical Ninja, for fuck's sakes. Mystical Ninja, please. I have never seen a company flub something as hard as I've seen Nintendo with their back catalog. Like, you have all of this shit, and you could put 20 games a month on the Nintendo Switch and still have enough to outlast the lifespan of that system, and yet you drop one fucking obscure-ass game a month. Don't worry, everybody. We got the rights from Jalico. Oh. Cool. Yeah. I, I The stupidest thing I want on my consoles is fucking patch notes. That's what I want. I get, like, a fucking 16-gig patch on a game... And I have no idea what it does. And I go to the Twitter account, it's like, stability. Yeah, thanks. It's because I can't tell you because it's about, uh, it's about making sure that people can't hack their consoles. Just give me patch notes. Like, tell me what you changed. Like, PlayStation 4 did that until they yeah. didn't. Yeah, well, eventually they started getting lazy and just putting like, oh, go to this website to look at it. Like, No! Show me in the notes. Um, yeah, I don't know. The, I feel like consoles have a lot going on already nowadays. Sure. You know what I want back? I want custom soundtracks back. You can kind of do that now. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about. <laughs> I haven't thought about custom soundtracks in a long time. Whenever I started a football game in ESPN NFL 2K5, it played a bad religion song. I'm not going to lie, that was really kind of fucking cool. Because on the, the Xbox, the original Xbox, you could like clip yeah. parts of songs to play during specific moments in games. Yeah, it worked out well for, um, I think it was WWF Raw um, on Xbox that you could do custom entrance music. Yeah. That shit is cool. Maybe it was Raw 2. I don't remember. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And that is gone. <laughs> that was the last time we were ripping MP3s to our consoles. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> well, even then, it's like, oh, uh, I'm playing Forza, and, and I'm like, I can't wait to stream my own music or whatever, and it's like, you have to have a specific service. And you're like, oh. Yeah, you gotta have Spotify on Xbox, I think. No, it was something else. Um, oh, you're talking about the Zune music, yeah. No, it wasn't Zune music either. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, it was. For Forza, it was the Zune. It was the Microsoft Music Service, but it was Zune, but then they changed the name of it to, like, Microsoft Music or something. That was in Forza, where you had to log into it in in Horizon 3 or 4? I don't remember. Yeah, I remember you had to log into that service, and it was... Like, they gave me a free trial during the review period, and I don't think I ever used it. I'm like, nah. Nah. Anyway. You look that up. I'm going to read the last tweet, which is kind of all you. 
Anthony. Well, I guess we all do this. Seamus says, long time, first time. Any of you guys into vintage games enough to pick up any of the analog products? Mr. FPGA, Polymega, or putting Series X into dev mode and add emulators. Love the show. Thanks. Yeah, both Ken and I are are big shim emulator people. Yep, I Um, run RetroArch, which I have a question. Yeah. So I tried to load, what is it, the 3DS core. And I don't have it in my list, even though I have the newest version of RetroArch. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a, th- uh, I don't have that core either. That's weird because, like, I was on the, fo- I was on the Reddit and I was on the pages, and they're saying, yeah, it's right there, just load it, and I'm like, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that I have it either. I'll have to look and let you know. Yeah, because it's, it was weird because I was like, well, I'm gonna try it. I just want to see if it works. Like, I wasn't trying to play anything specific. I was just trying to see if it would work and what it would look like, and. Yeah, I don't see that core at all. Yeah, because I know yeah, they're, adding, um, I they're adding. They're uh, adding. What is it? Uh, PlayStation Two in the 2.0 update, I think. Interesting. We'll see how that runs. Yeah, it's in beta right now, um, and I think they're running the good one. I want to say PCX Two, PC gotcha. PCSX Two. I think is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah, the the one big disappointment for me on emulation is Sega Saturn. They just it, it I haven't seen a Sega Saturn emulator run great yet. No, Polymega was supposed um, to be one of the first to have a a really good Sega Saturn emulator and that company just can't seem to get its fucking feet off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I've got um two friends who have recently bought Super Console Xs and have had good success with them. Um I've, I do emulation on my PC, and I have um, I have a Raspberry Pi four um, four gig, uh, and then I also um, uh, do um, I have a, a Raspberry Pi zero that I bought forever ago that I actually um, I gutted a Super Mario Brothers NES cartridge and. Uh, I built a Raspberry Pi computer out of the uh, Mario Brothers uh, console box. Not box, but the actual shell for the game. That's cool. Uh, that's got a bunch of emulators on it, too. Yeah, um, Matt Quinn actually helped me with that. Gave oh, me nice. some instructions on how to do that. I'll, I'll tell you so. a, a fuck-up I did the other day. So... I run everything off my PC, which is is pretty beefy gaming machine, so I can run pretty much anything at, like, 4K uh, as far as, like, emulating older games. So the thing is, though, is, like, my computer, I have a splitter that runs to my TV and then the one that runs to my computer monitor, and my computer monitor is only 1080p. So my resolution is always set. So I was trying super sampling. I was playing around with super sampling. And I set my resolution to 4K, super sampled to the 1080p monitor. I switched over to the TV and was playing uh, a PlayStation game, and it was running at, like, half speed. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Come to find out, when I set super sampling, I accidentally flipped it to 30 instead of 60. So (laughs) all of my games were running half speed. So oh man! I, I was playing Animaniacs on the Genesis, and it was like moving in slow motion. I was like, "What the fuck is going?" On? Like, I know I can run this. Yeah, 
Oh, shit. So you got to be careful when you're in the G-Force control panel messing around with super sampling because I fucked everything up. I had to reset it to default to get it back to 60. I'm like, you know what? 1080p is fine for these old games. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't need to run them at 4K, even though it's a little grainy on my big, you know, 65-inch 4K screen. It's fine. So, yeah, that was that was my fun adventures and how did I break my retro games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that stuff. I think I like tinkering with it more than I actually like playing the games. Yeah, I'm I'm much more about the tinkering and like the uh I'm, I don't know, I'm I'm really just into it mostly because of the um the preservation aspect of it. Like I I hate the thought that eventually there's going to be entire generations of games that are, you know, people aren't going to be able to find or play. Yeah, and I and I um, like it for when, like, somebody mentions an old game that they really love, just being able to pull it up out of my library and just check it out for 15 minutes. Yeah. I like doing that. I like playing with the hacks, too. Like, I like modding my 64 games to run at widescreen just to see which ones it breaks. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, though, Diddy Kong Racing in 1080p widescreen scales really fucking nicely. Like, that game looks real sharp in widescreen. Mm. Now, there are a lot of Dreamcast games that don't don't handle the widescreen hack very well, I will say that. So. But no, that shit is fun. I love doing that shit. I know Anthony's more of a purist. He don't, he don't like fucking with the code. Um, that's not... So you're... When you're talking about emulation, about it on the PC, I don't really have an issue with that. My my issue is when they're selling a console, right? That is, and it's a bit different with the Polymega at first. Although at this point, I've kind of just have no goodwill towards it again. Um, it, it, so if you're gonna play the original cartridge, why would you play it on an emulation machine? That doesn't make any sense to me. Because at that point, just play it off of, like, just have it purely emulated. Don't include hardware in the matter. Right? So, with, um, oh god, uh, RetroArch. Arch? Is it RetroArch? RetroArch, I think is what okay. I don't Retroarch. know how to pronounce it. I say RetroArch, but I, I've heard both. So Does I don't it know. have an, an H at the end? Yes. Then it's Arch. Okay. Re- RetroArch, um, it, it's it's all like you can have that on a machine, but like it, you don't put a cart into it, right? No. So to me, it's like if you're going to emulate, you might as well just do the retro arch method. Um, it's a bit different with like the PlayStation One games and PlayStation Two games that play on a PS3, or the way that the Xbox does it. You get a few other features, and it's still you're playing the official disc, but you're not plugging in a thing to play old games specifically like if you have the ps3 plugged in you're probably playing ps3 games off of it and the fact that it can play depending on the model uh, ps2 games and all the models with ps1 games is just a benefit that you get um it's the same with like the wii u and the wii like to me though as soon as you start adding in hardware just to play old stuff why would you not just use the original hardware um or one of the hd equivalents like analog release 
Um, it was a bit different with... Uh, uh, see, I even forget their fucking name now. Um, God damn it. What What is it called again, Which, Ken? The one you... the disc-based? The disc one that... The, Polymega? Uh, the Polymega, sorry. I wanted to call it the original name, Retro Blocks. Um, Polymega, the idea was, well, you can switch out the front and that'll allow you to play your other cartridges. Okay, but then they switch to emulation and now, great, What what's the point of that? Because arguably, you're going to get a better emulator off of RetroArch than you are. Yeah, emulator. but the, the benefit, Anthony, is I'll give you a perfect example of the benefit, is I have a good friend who uh, called me the other day and he wanted to play the Super Nintendo version of Super Tecmo Bowl 3. And he used to own it when he was a kid. His dad got rid of it. He he wanted to play it. He is not tech-savvy at all. Uh, he's a park ranger. And he's just not, he's not a tech-savvy guy. That's not what his interest is. And so he was going to he was legitimately going to go to a um, a local shop and buy an original SNES for $80 and a copy of Super Tecmo Bowl 3 for $20. So he's going to spend $100 for a Super Nintendo in one game. Um, I directed him instead to the Super Console X because I have another friend who bought one and really liked it. And it's what you're describing. It's a it's a, a box that's basically just an emulation box, um, which you could do on a PC, but you have to be somewhat tech savvy to do it on a PC. Um, so for him, he was able to spend a hundred bucks, get the game that he wanted, and forty thousand others, uh, and not have to worry about you know uh, messing around with a PC and trying to get emulation set up on his computer so with the super console x which i had to just look up about it uh, i can't that's one where it's like yeah this is clearly piracy and it's it's like being sold so i'm like more uncomfortable with that well i mean listen you're yes you're absolutely correct uh, i uh that like my my opinion ends there on like here's here's the reason why though i'm I'm specifically talking about the polymega more than anything, um, that is a five hundred dollar device. They've, or we've, unless they, sorry, it was either increased from, sorry, it might be four hundred, but it's a four hundred dollar device. Four hundred dollars, like this, is now out of the market of just a casual buyer. This is someone that is specifically looking to play retro games. What? Why would you spend that money on an emulation device? That says, oh, well, we can do everything, but you have to buy the individual pieces for. And it doesn't work with the cartridges that are um, um, like the flashcards, the uh, EverDrives and stuff. It doesn't work with those. Uh, So would you rather use that or would you go and spend the money on an analog device that, sure, is only one system? Well, except for the analog pocket. but. it will use that those those everdrives because it is a perfect emulation of the original hardware, not the software contained within. And it's 
<laughs> as soon as you leave the price of like your friend, the sort of average person that just wants to play an old video game, and you start going into the market for, I would say, people like us, I'm going to tell you, like, don't spend that money and just become tech savvy. Because there's nothing that's going it, to be offered. Anthony, I got to tell you, that's super naive. Um, to, to, to say to somebody, don't spend the money and just become tech savvy. No, I didn't um, say become tech savvy. I, I'm not say, again, I'm not saying, but I said like us, I'm going to assume you're a little bit more tech savvy. Like if you're listening to a video game podcast, I'm going to take some assumption and saying you could probably figure it out because it's not something that you just did as a hobby 20 plus years ago. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that RetroArch isn't the easiest. Uh, I'm not saying, like, oh, just build an emulation device. But, like, if you're going to go and say, I'm going to go spend $500 on a machine that emulates, but then spend a bunch of other money to do other things, and then all the cartridges that you have to buy, because I'm assuming you didn't hold on to them, like, that's a lot of money. And that's a lot of, like, you know, like, that ends up being more than what most people are willing to pay. I, I just don't understand that device at this point, other than the Saturn emulation, which is only because they went and got the guy that was doing Saturn emulation on PC to finish up what he was doing originally. The device is never coming out, by the way. I'm like, at that point. I can't. Out, but <clears throat> I can't with this super... Co- so the whole time you guys have been chatting, I've been looking at this thing on Amazon. And I have a lot of questions. <laughs> hey, listen, I have questions too, which is why I don't own one. I'm like, look but... at, like, it's got PlayStation 3 controllers, but they have Xbox button names. Um, Looks like a Dreamcast. There's it? a screenshot of, like, this wizard fighting a war, which is not a game that is in this, for sure. Um, if you look at the third. The fourth picture down, one of the screenshots of the kid playing with the controller is just a reverse image, so the A, B, X, Y buttons are on the left side. Um, this thing is crazy. It's, so I was surprised that they were <laughs> able to actually sell it. 41,000 um, plus games, according to this listing. Yes, and based <laughs> on the people I know that have it, that is accurate. I mean, like, what's, I, what's in it, though? Like, like the list of stuff is, like, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Sega. It, just yep. Sega. It just says Sega. Yep. It's, it's got what you expect it to have. Yeah, PSP, they were, Dreamcast. That's... They were selling this type of stuff on Facebook for quite some time, too. Yeah, like, I just look yeah. at this thing. I'm sure that at some point, the whoever's making those and selling them is going to get shut down. But... Well, I mean, the seller is Shang-Chi Store. <laughs> Well, there's multiple sellers. It's yeah. not just one. Yeah, that's the that's the um, listing I'm looking at. You know, you know where you know where both of the people I know that bought them bought them from, online. Where? Walmart.com. <laughs> both of the people I know that bought them, Walmart.com. Uh, I'm assuming it's a third party seller, but I still. need sure. to yeah. look at Walmart.com. Com, hello, Super Console X. In electronics, even. Can you search for it in electronics? Yep, there it is. Who is it sold yep. by? Wintech Design. 
<laughs> yeah. So again, I have a hard time not pointing someone to it if that's no. what they're looking for uh, when Walmart.com is selling it. You know, I'm, and I'm not I'm not judging you for 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 sending your friend that way. I totally understand the ease, but like I look at the price and I go, that's exactly what that person was. I love this picture. Ultimately gonna. I'm sorry. I got like I can't. I gotta put this picture in here. Oh no. This picture. I mean. This is like an old <laughs> Nintendo ad. <laughs> I like that nothing's touching the scale, too. Yeah, yeah like uh, the scales are even. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. God bless it. What are some of these things in this picture? Let's see here. I can't believe you guys haven't heard of this thing. No, no I have no. not. I have, This it's is got, the first time I've ever heard of it. It's got yep. Genesis, Wonder Swan, Master System. I'm going to assume that's... I mean, wow. What's the Japanese computer that Mel Gear was on? MSX. I think that's an MSX controller. Famicom, Game Boy Advance, Super Nintendo. Let's talk about Super Famicom. Game Boy Color, Game Gear, Game Boy, PlayStation. I'm going to just assume that's an arcade that they're trying to suggest. And then I don't know what that top one is. It definitely has SNES and, S- and uh, NES on it. 50 plus emulators. 33,000 plus games, except in the other description it says 40,000 plus games. Goddamn liar. You're getting gypped with that version. Um, <laughs> Supports wireless yeah, and and a, Wi-Fi. There's a 128 gig version, I think, and then a 256. Super Console X. Like, the the word console is not even capitalized. Nope. <laughs> but... But like, talk, I think the biggest travesty all, is all it they... is. It's it's essentially just, and I, I haven't seen what the guts look like. It's essentially just a um, Raspberry uh, Pi. Right? It it looks like like if you look at the UI, and I he sent me like a grainy video of the UI after he uh, hooked it up. It looks like it's probably like a Raspberry Pi box running RetroArch is what it looks like, or maybe not a, a, an actual Raspberry Pi, but. Um, that kind of setup. There's an arcade stick that has a very similar internal. Um, I can't remember what they're called, but it doesn't really matter. There's an arcade stick that you can buy that has like a box or something like that, the and it's biggest, got a bunch of arcade games inside of it. The biggest travesty of, of this thing is that it comes with DualShock threes. Yeah, and he said that uh, you can actually use that. Uh, his his um, relative of his had a. Uh, PlayStation 3 controller, and they actually work. I mean, <laughs> the DualShock but, 3 was a bad controller. Those, remember those those fucking those L2 and R2? Oh, yes. I was thinking more of the the fact that the sticks became sticky over time because of the plastic. Oh, those yeah. those rounded top mushroom sticks. Oh, oh. Um, but like going back to what I was saying, Ryan, like the I keep wanting to call it retro blocks, the polymega. Um, to me, it's like if you're gonna, if you're just looking to play those games, and let's say more legitimately, right? Like, and emulation's not your thing. There's still cheaper options. Um, and what's the company's name that does the um, Retron? But uh, the Retron Five had like most of those consoles built in too. Just no just disc versions. Yeah. yeah, but like. I have one of those in my closet. I think I have a Retron 4 in my closet. 
and I'm like, the emulation's not the best, but like, if you're just wanting to play an old game, like, that's the option there. And most video game stores carry Retron stuff, even if they don't have. So just like to me, it's like this: the Polymega doesn't make sense anymore because a lot of this stuff is just starting to be emulated better on PC. I'm pretty sure emulation will always be best on PC. I don't have, and I don't have. Listen, I don't have actually any any issues with emulation. I think it can do a lot of good things, especially with the fact that some stuff just isn't playable anymore. So emulation is the way to go. Like. I've heard that you can have mouse aim in Goldeneye on PC. Um, that's probably makes that game a whole lot more enjoyable. Um, yeah, I don't have an issue with it. It's just like if I'm gonna play something, most of the time I'll just play it on original hardware anyway. Yeah, I, I can't. It. I can't have all that shit hooked up. I I do, unfortunately. Yeah, the I only thing that like I like until it's. Um, until it's like modified, though, I generally don't hook up consoles that are to a widescreen that don't have like an actual output for widescreen. My biggest like, question, or a flat screen, I should say. Like, so I use a tube TV for certain consoles because that's how they were programmed. Yeah, but my biggest question to you, Anthony, is what the fuck does your power strip look like with all those blocks? All the classic consoles had those big block power adapters, man. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen AVGN's power strips situation. Um, it's very similar. Oh, <laughs> that makes uh, me cringe inside. Like I cannot, I cannot have all those big fat power adapters running. One to another? What? Fire hazards? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, extreme <laughs> fire hazards. Like, oof. No, thank you. Anyway, that's all the tweets. If you want to tweet at us, at M4G Podcast. If you want to follow us on Twitter, I am at ZTGD. Ryan is at WombatRP. And you can shoot us emails. Podcasts at ZTGD.com. Yes. <laughs> you remember those commercials? Those commercials were great. Yep. Expedia.com. Uh, Phoenix Down, Ocarina of the Times. I believe they're finishing that up this week. Yeah. Drew's not nice. here. They're doing the final boss. Ganondorf. Ganon Steven Dorf. That's his full name. Anyway. Link box up some motherfuckers are always trying to ice. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers always trying to ice skate up hill. Oh, that is it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week with much more video game. Much more. Much more video game. But unless anybody has anything else, that's it. We'll get the fuck out of here. Peace, bitches. Alrighty. And it goes something like this. Oh, Lord.
This is going to be a very interesting episode. Greetings, program. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4C radio lair. The Wombat. Oh, wow. And then, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.